<laughs> Those bastards lied to me. How dare they? They told me this game was a 10 and it's more like a 4. Yeah! We're bringing gaming back. Yeah! Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, blah. Don't want to hear your excuses. <laughs> my Wii receipt. Oh, I'm touching it, I'm rubbing it, I'm rubbing it on my face. Four months for this stupid black photocopier looking console. And then it's like she's beating this guy up and then he just teleports behind her, gives her a little punch in the back and it's like, ah, as she flies 10 feet across the church and slides through the flowers. And the whole fight's finished. They phoned me to tell me that I would not be getting my weed. The last boss in the first game looked like a stripper. The last boss in Kingdom Hearts 2 looks like a pimp. Well, I said poor. You know, you can't buy the PS3 if you're poor. Why are you shouting for? What's wrong with you? I'm trying to save the world. Can't go get my PlayStation 3. I'm a lazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are now listening to the Random Rambles of Jay. Number nine. Hello, this is Super Games, where you can trade in your Xbox 360 Premium System and receive an Elite model for 279.99. Good morning. I'm Richard. How can I help? Hi. I'm wondering if you can help me. Sure. What do you need help with? I'm looking for a game. Which game are you after? A video game. Okie doke. On which console? The black one. There are several black consoles that we sell, mate. Could you be a bit more specific? The one made by Sony. Oh, you mean the PlayStation? Is that the one made by Sony? Yeah, it is. Then yeah, that one. Okay then, and what game are you after? The one where you run around shooting niggas and run people over. Oh, oh, do you mean Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Yeah, I think that's the one. Ah, oh, okay, that's a cool game that is. Oh, do you like that game then? Yeah, it's fun, it's well fun. So you enjoy shooting niggas then? Oh, no, I didn't mean it like that, mate. Liar. Sorry, liar. please. Fucking liar. You enjoy it really, mate, lying so, to me, trying sorry, to sell me racist games. No, I hope mate, a nigga drive sorry. past you and shoot you. See how you like fun it, and see how fun I, you I, find I, that. I don't you think it's damn funny. You enjoy shooting you get like shot the on the way home. How about you go to 50 Cent and see if he enjoyed mate, getting no, shot nine no, times? Do you no. think that was funny? Do you Hello? think it was funny when that black man from D12 got so, shot? Oh, mate, I bet you think it's funny that Big died every sorry, day. I didn't mean it. you think it's funny that Tupac no, died? No, I bet you think so, it's funny no, that Big Smooth died? I bet that. you can't wait until Resident Evil 5 comes out. You are now listening to the Random Rambles of Jay, podcast number 9, for the week beginning Monday the 13th of August 2007. That genital itch that just won't go away. He is back with another podcast. Random Rambles of Jay, number nine. Hello there, you are now listening to the Random Rambles of Jay, this is podcast number 9, how are you? Listeners, it's been so long, (laughs) one day I'm going to do a podcast and not start it off by saying it's been so long, 
it's really bad. But yes, podcast number nine. I'm going to make it my mission to try and do two a month. <laughs> two a month. I started podcasting nearly a year ago and I've only done nine podcasts. That's really bad. That is really bad. So I'm going to try and do them more frequently because I I want I want people to know that I am still podcasting. I haven't died or been run over. I'm not dead. I'm still here. It's just I'm too lazy really. I'm going to kickstart this podcast with a new segment I'm going to call In My Life. What has been going on in my life? Well, um... (laughs) Something major actually has happened in my life, actually. But I'll tell you about that next podcast. (laughs) In podcast number 10. Um, I'll give you two clues. Well, not clues, but I'll tell you two things that they aren't. A. I do not have a new car. I am still rolling on the bus. And B. I haven't gone and gotten some girl pregnant. Though a friend of mine has. Yes, a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, has gotten his girlfriend pregnant. And I don't think he's ready to be a father just yet. Um, The way he broke it to me, I wasn't sure whether to kind of laugh. Or I didn't know what to do because um, we went out. And he dropped me home and just as I was ready to take off my seatbelt, say bye, see you later and get out, he was like, oh yeah, my girl's pregnant. (laughs) And I just sat there in the car with my mouth wide open. I couldn't believe what he just told me. It, it It felt like forever. I was just sat there with my mouth open like... Oh my god, I'm I'm trying to take in what he told me and I'm also thinking in my mind, how do I react? Do I laugh or do I offer congratulations? I didn't know what to do because uh, within my circle of friends who I'm really close with, I'm a I'm a friend person, I'm really close to all of my friends. There are certain there are certain people who will see now from like school or college or jobs that we've worked in the past. And we'll find out that they've gotten a girl pregnant. And we always used to laugh at them. I'd be like, ah, you got that girl pregnant. Ah, shame on you, shame on you. And we used to just laugh about it. Because, I mean, not that getting, not that fathering a child and getting a girl pregnant is wrong. Because if it was, many of us wouldn't be here. None of us wouldn't be here. But a lot of these guys that my friends know from school, you know, they get with this girl, they just give her a quick one, stupidly without a condom, and then a couple of weeks later they find out she's pregnant. And it's a girl that they don't love, they don't like, they don't want nothing to do with, and that's what makes it funny. It's like, well, if you weren't so quick to be throwing your little sausage around in every hole that comes your way, you wouldn't have gotten her pregnant. And if you carried at least a condom on you, it wouldn't be so bad. So that's why I think all of us found it funny because all of these guys these silly guys who would just have unprotected sex with these girls just because they knew they were hoes and sluts and whatever they'd end up getting them pregnant it was it just we just used to just make a joke out of it and just laugh and be like you got this girl pregnant shame your life's finished it's over 
So for him to then turn around and tell me he got his girlfriend pregnant, I was like, do I laugh or do I give my sympathies? Do I offer congratulations? I didn't know what to do. So I decided that I was going to offer congratulations. And so I, I shut my mouth and I said congratulations and I shook his hand and gave him a pat on the back. Because at the end of the day, A, he's my friend. And then B, the girl that he's gotten pregnant is his girlfriend who he's been with for quite a long time. And so it wasn't like it was some random girl like it is or has been with many of the people that we know from school and whatnot who have gotten girls pregnant. It's actually a girl who he loves and, well, I'd like to think he'd spend the rest of his life with. So I kind of offered my congratulations. And a child is a blessing at the end of the day. And so I thought to myself, you know, there are many people out there that want to have kids and they can't. Or they hit a point where they're too scared to have children. At least this way, it's like, all right, he's going to be a father. And I think that for some guys, having a child really, not only will it put things in perspective for him, but he now has a reason to um, not live, but he now has someone else who he has to live for, if that makes sense. Not that he not that he wasn't living for himself, but I think when you have a child, you instinctively think, all right, I need to build my child's future. I need to have my life at a point where I can offer this to my child and they can live comfortably and they can be proud of me as a father. So I think it will actually be good for him and his girlfriend. And I wish them all the best. You know, I hope it goes really well. It's going to be interesting to see how our friendship changes, though. It really is, because where he obviously has a child on the way now we're not going to be able to meet up and do all those things that we used to do but um different doesn't always mean bad so i'm actually looking forward to it i think it'll be good for him so congratulations to him and so that's that i actually said this segment's supposed to be on my life and i talked about someone else's but i mean that that's one thing that's one thing that's one thing I recently got the Sony Ericsson Kate 8 Kate uh, the Sony Ericsson K810i <laughs> Did I sound sexy when I said that? I'll say it again. I recently got the Sony Ericsson K810i. See, I should do voiceovers in advertisements, shouldn't I, with a voice like this? <laughs> but for about three years I had a Samsung D500 if you google it you'll get a picture of it it's like a little slidey kind of phone and it was it was really nice when I first when I first saw it but the features on it were so bare bones if that makes sense it 
it didn't really do much. The camera wasn't the camera was okay, but it wasn't brilliant. The, whenever you'd film anything, it would come out very choppy. The memory on the phone wasn't that good, and the, when you played back MP3s, it would sound quite distorted, like you couldn't have the volume up too high. And another thing that I thought was so rude, it was so feisty. The Samsung D500 never even came with a data cable, so I couldn't transfer photos, MP3s, and all of the rest of the stuff that I've got plonked on that phone. Even now, I mean, I've got my new SIM card in my Sony Ericsson, but my D500 sat here on my desk, and I've got loads of photos and videos on there that I just can't be bothered to get off because I've got, um, I've got like a small laptop, and it has infrared. So whenever I'd want to transfer photos or videos or MP3s, I'd have to get the laptop out and boot it up and then sit there and transfer everything over infrared, which was painstaking. And if you were transferring MP3s, it would take forever. So I have no idea what I'm going to do with all the stuff I've got on that phone, but no nothing on there is majorly important to me anyway, so I'm hardly crying tears over that. But the, the cool thing about the Sony Ericsson that I was really chuffed about was that it came with a data cable. I think all phones should come with a data cable. Data cables aren't cheap. I went into a store to buy one one day. I went, excuse me, do you sell Samsung D500 data cables? Yep, £40. 4-0. Not 1-4. 4-0. 40-20 20-20. £40 for a cable. I just walked out. Soon as I heard heard forty pounds, I didn't even say thank you. I just walked out. I'm not spending forty pounds on a piece of wire. I'm not doing that. So um, that's why the D five hundred kind of sucked from the beginning, because to really get the most out of that phone and and make it easy for you to transfer files, you had to shell out extra money for a data cable, and I wasn't doing that. So I'm really pleased that my new phone came with one. I was really excited. Well, not, not excited, but it just makes it easier for me to transfer MP3s over because it means I can change my ringtones regularly. Because it was so hard to get stuff onto the D500 without a data cable, I'd usually have the same ringtone for like months on end. The K810i wasn't the phone I initially wanted, but I was due for an upgrade. I was sick of getting on the bus on my way to work and seeing these little 12 and 13-year-old kids with better phones than me. I'd get on the bus and see these kids with their fresh little phones and then I'd be sitting there thinking I'm not even going to take my phone out of my pocket because it looks a state. Not only was my phone old but it was it was scratched so bad the amount of times that I dropped this phone on the pavement when I'm out and about but the real the the, the damage the big damage the massive damage came when I was I was walking down some stairs at uni outside and I dropped my phone on these big old concrete steps and I cracked the front of my phone and so the screen's got a big old crack going right through it from corner to corner I was just so pissed off I was like oh my god this phone looks horrendous and it sucks because where the screen's got a big dirty crack going through it I can't even trade it in anywhere and it's not like I can give it to one of my younger cousins like here you can have this phone I can't give it to anyone because it looks a state so I'm probably going to have to throw it away so I've got a new phone now. I've got a brand new phone. I got upgraded, upgraded. I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna play you my ringtone. Where is it? Let me play it. 
Let me upgrade. This won't mean anything to you if you haven't heard this song before, but I'm going to play it to you anyway. Right, here's my ringtone. Let me upgrade. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to have that ringtone because I got upgraded. It's been far too long. So yeah, I've got a brand new phone. That's probably the highlight of what's happened to me over the past couple of months, to be honest, because nothing here in the UK really is... I mean, the weather's been absolutely crap for a start. The weather's been awful, terrible. It was It was really bad because... Not only was it depressing, it's crap because where my car got into a bit of an accident a couple of months ago, I have no car. So I'm having to walk and get the bus and the train everywhere. And I don't mind public transport. I'm not really too big on driving. My attention kind of just wavers after half an hour of being in the car. I'm okay with being a passenger, so I don't mind getting the bus and getting the train. It's not as convenient as having a car, but I don't mind it. But it does suck when it rains. Sitting on a bus or a train or walking around in the pouring rain is not fun. It's crap. And also it means you have to wear more appropriate clothes. I'd usually just wear silly things <laughs> like um, like t-shirts. Even though it'd be quite cold outside, I think to myself, well, I'm not really going to be walking around outside. I'll just throw on a T-shirt and I'll drive in my T-shirt. Whereas now I had to kind of wrap up because it could it could rain. And it was really bad. It was even affecting Wimbledon. There was talk that Wimbledon would have to be extended. The rain was getting so bad they had to postpone matches. And it was so bad this year that they're currently putting a roof over the open centre court of Wimbledon. They're putting a retractable roof over the top. That's how bad the rain was. In the months of June and July, it was pouring down with rain. The clouds were grey and it was raining. It was terrible. And that's how bad it was that they're actually having to put a retractable roof over centre court of Wimbledon Stadium so it doesn't hamper future Wimbledon tournaments. I think they were saying that the roof should be up by 2009. Or it could be next year. I'm not sure, but bottom line is Wimbledon's getting a roof. So this kind of thing doesn't happen again. It's just really been terrible. Really, really terrible. It doesn't feel like summer. I'm at home every day. If I'm not working, I'm at home because I just do not want to go anywhere. And because I have no car, it means I'm homebound even... Oh, good. But yeah, crappy rain, spoiling everything. But that's the UK for you. It's just grey all the time. So yeah... Boo-hoo, new phone, crap weather, nothing changes. How did I end up here? I asked myself this question the whole drive to this dump. I'm at a hotel. A run-down hotel in the middle of nowhere. God... I don't want to stay here any longer than I have to, but right now I have no choice. It's either stay on the road for another 8 hours to the next town, or crash here. 
I'm way too tired. I guess I'll take my chances here at the hotel. My little kid said he wanted a wee. I'm so stupid. I didn't pre-order the damn thing. Cursed Nintendo on that top-selling little console. So now I find myself driving up and down the place trying to track one down. There's nothing stronger than the love that a parent could have for a child. <laughs> I know that now. I would never do anything like this for anybody else. <sighs> Somehow I ended up here in this dump of a hotel. Guess I should go inside and reserve me a room. What? Great. How's this for hospitality? No one's here. Ugh. Wait. There's a bell. Guess I better ring it. Hey, come on. You've got a customer waiting here already. I can hear some shuffles and the door behind the counter opens. Some fat guy comes walking over to me. He's clearly in no rush. The bastard's taking forever. What are you doing back here, he says. I'm like, what? He looks in my face and says, You were here only two days ago. What's up? Did you forget something? What is this old man on about? This is the first time I've ever been here. Now, E3 took place not long ago. And even though they downsized E3 a great deal there were still some really cool announcements I wasn't really checking anything out other than DS and Wii related announcements from Nintendo I have to say that I do not play my Wii a great deal I barely play it at all actually I think it's really but I think the last time I played it was probably the week that Mario Strikers Charged was released in the UK and that was quite some time ago so I was kind of looking at E3 as a chance to kind of get excited about the Wii again because I've kind of just got it sitting under my TV and it's not even on. I actually had to turn it off the Wii Connect 24 because my Wii's really slow. I mean, if any of you are having the same problem, please hit me up on my blog or email me. I'm, I'm, it's weird. Every time I'd have Wii Connect 24 on, A, my Wii would get really hot and B... It would just, I'd, I'd switch it on, I'd put a game on, and it would take forever to load. I'm probably going to have to contact Nintendo about it, because I can't really take it back to the shop. Because if I exchange it for a new console, I'm going to lose my console code, I'm going to lose my console code, <laughs> tongue twisted, and I'm going to lose um, all of my downloads, and my Mii's, and my address book, and everything like that, so I'm going to have to contact Nintendo. So they can transfer everything over because there's definitely something wrong with my Wii. But anyway, I digress. I looked at E3 as a chance to get excited about the Wii and the DS again because not that I've fallen out of love with the Wii, but I think that that I, I was beginning to feel my Wii is sitting there. I have no games to play for, for it. I want something I can sit and really get stuck into. And so I was really pleased to see that Super Mario Galaxy, Smash Brothers and Metroid Prime 3 Corruption were all coming along really nicely and they look fantastic. Mario Galaxy could not look any better. Any better at all. I think that as much as I love Smash Brothers and as much as I love Metroid, Super Mario Galaxy kind of overshadowed the two of them because because the game looks fantastic. I, oh god, I need that game in my life. It looks so good. Oh god. 
I love Mario. Oh god, Mario. I need Mario in my life. <laughs> I need that game so bad. But it has no UK release date. Which I'm not surprised about. US gamers are so damn lucky. They're getting Metro Prime 3 in August. Super Mario Galaxy in October, I think. Hold on, I'm just going to have to hit up some sites. I know that America gets Metroid in August and I think Mario Galaxy in November or October. Yeah, sucks. Metroid in August, Mario in November and then Smash Brothers in December. Do you want to know when... Would you like to know when the UK and Europe is getting Super Mario Galaxy? You tell me, because I don't know. There's no release date. And would you like to know when Europe and the UK is getting Smash Brothers? Yeah, so would I, because there's no release date. Sucks. Sucks so bad. The only good piece of news, I think, is that Europe is getting Metroid in, I believe it's September or October. Yeah, October. The UK is getting Metroid in October. I I think I think I'm going to make a prediction and say that Super Mario Galaxy will probably release across Europe for Christmas. That would be a very very smart move because a Super Mario game will sell any day of the year, but Christmas it would really just blow up everywhere. It would kill the doubt that many parents have about what to get their child for Christmas so if a parent knows that their child has got a Wii then obviously you buy him Super Mario Galaxy who wouldn't want that oh god I need that game so bad I really need I need a Mario game that's going to really grip me because recently I started playing new Super Mario Brothers and the game isn't really that brilliant Um, no actually it's a good game but it's just I don't know. I, I I think because I've got Mario Galaxy on my mind, that's that's all I want. That's all I need. I just need that game so bad. So hopefully, my prediction is that the Europe will get that game for Christmas. I really hope we do. And then um, Nintendo or Reggie also announced Mario Kart Wii. Now, am I the only person that thinks that Mario Kart Wii looks like a load of shit? The game looks rubbish. It looks like Double Dash on the GameCube. And I don't care what anyone says. Double Dash was rubbish. I hated that game. It was only good in multiplayer. But the courses in that game were so crap. There was only a handful of good tracks in that game. The rest were doo-doo. I hated that game. I really hated Double Dash. It was so easy. I completed the entire thing the day I got it. And it didn't take that long. It's just a rubbish game. I hate that game. It's so shit. I've thought that Mario Kart 64 was crap, but it's better than Double Dash. Awful. And Mario Kart Wii looks exactly the same. The graphics look horrible. I know the Wii is not capable of doing Xbox 360 and PS3 style graphics. I know that. I am way over that. But would it hurt for developers to just try and make the games look a little nice? Like, when you look at Mario Galaxy, it looks brilliant fantastic Mario actually has individual fingers that move so why is his fist in Mario Kart Wii just an octagonal white polygon that's glued to the steering wheel why aren't their fingers gripping this it just looks oh the game looks shit I really hope Nintendo fix up those graphics 
They really need to. They really need to because the game looks like double dash. It really does. Mario Kart DS was a brilliant game. Even now, I think it's one of the better Mario Kart games. Definitely up there with Super Mario Kart and SNES. So I hope that Nintendo do Mario Kart Wii the justice it deserves and they don't rush it. Nintendo was saying it's going to release in early 2008, which I personally think is too soon. Especially with Metroid, Super Mario Galaxy and Smash Brothers all coming in quarter four. So um, I hope Nintendo know what they're doing. They must be very confident that the Wii has a substantial amount of third party support. But I definitely think that quarter one 2008 is far too soon. So um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I hope the game is good. It would be brilliant if it was good and it came as early as it will. But... Based on screenshots in the video that I saw of the game, it looks crap. So that's it's it's a game that I hope it's good, but I'm hardly looking forward to it or pining for it. If it's good, great. If not, then whatever. So um, in terms of gaming, not really, not much has been going on. I've actually been playing my DS a great deal. I've been playing that a lot. The one game I've been playing a heck of a lot for some reason is Sonic Rush. Sonic Rush was a game I bought day of release and I used to play it at uni all the time during lectures like I'd just sit and just play Sonic Dash with my headphones in, in lectures just blatantly but I got to a stage called I think it was called Altitude Limit and I could I could pass it with Blaze but I couldn't pass it with Sonic but recently I finally completed that stage with Sonic and I'm on the last boss which is kicking my ass. so I'm going to try and complete Sonic Rush by the end of this week and I've also been playing New Super Mario Brothers which is a cool game but it's not as brilliant as everyone is claiming it to be it's, at least I don't think it is anyway and I've been playing Tetris I'm addicted to Tetris like crack it's really bad really bad and do you know what the cool thing is I've got a wireless router and when I go in the toilet I can still access it so I can sit on the toilet and take a dump whilst I'm playing someone online on Tetris. How cool is that? I love Tetris. I love Tetris. I keep getting my ass kicked by people online. There are some hardcore Tetris players out there. But oh, that game is brilliant. Brilliant, 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 brilliant game. Tetris is such a simple game and it just never gets old. Just being able to play it online just makes it even better. Fantastic game. I may actually post my friend code for Tetris on my blog. So look out for that so in terms of gaming not much has been going on at all I'm not sure the thing with the gaming deal was kind of just a case of sitting and waiting I think the only console or the only system where there are a lot of games coming out that I really really want is the DS I mean fair enough the Wii's got Metroid Mario and um, Smash Brothers but there are so many games on their way for the, for the DS that look fantastic. I really want the new Phoenix Wright game, the Ace Attorney game. That looks awesome. I want that in my life as well. And, oh god, what's the other DS game? Final Fantasy, Crystal Chronicles, Ring of Fates. It looks brilliant on the DS. Crystal Chronicles for the GameCube was always a game that was going to work better on the DS. I do not know three other people who have a link cable and a GBA. I don't even have a link cable. So that whole 4 player deal in Crystal Chronicles was just stupid because unless the game was on the DS or unless the GameCube was online that was never going to be a good idea anyway. 
But Ring of Fates looks brilliant. It looks fantastic. I really do like the look of that game. And there's more games than that. Let me click around. Let me, oh, there's a dodgeball game on DS that looks awesome. Super Dodgeball was originally Super Dodgeball was originally released on the NES, and it's going to be updated on the Wii on the DS. Sorry, getting my consoles mixed up. And it looks really fun. I think it's going to be online playable with up to eight people. So I'm really looking forward to that. And that's it. Not much going on in the world of gaming, really. So I'll leave it right there. Princess Peach, would you please show the jury where the defendant touched you? He touched me there. No, I didn't. He did. Princess Peach, please give us your account of what happened. Bowser came to my castle to kidnap me, and I said to him, if you're going to kidnap me, grab me around the waist. But he didn't grab my waist. He grabbed my titties instead. Order! Order in the courtroom! The biggest case in Mushroom Kingdom history is all going down on Judge Luigi. Now you listen to me. I'm sick of you coming up in my car and I will not tolerate you touching titties no more. Was there a game that you thought you'd like? That you decided to buy? Then you got her to play it and realized it was shit. Let's talk about it. Streets of Rage 3. Now, having played and been a huge fan of Streets of Rage 1 and 2, there was no question or no doubt in my mind that I was going to buy the third game. I remember having this magazine. I can't remember what issue or the name of the magazine, but they had a really big blowout on Streets of Rage 3. And the game looked really cool in shots and this preview spoke really highly of the game. They said, oh, it's brilliant, it's fantastic, Streets of Rage fans will love it. And so the day that it came out, or the weekend it came out in the UK, I rushed out and bought it for the Mega Drive. And I got home and I, I think I actually cried. I think I actually did cry. I played through the first stage and I just thought to myself, what have I gone and spent my money on? This game is awful. I don't I'm not sure what happens to, to Streets of Age 3, but I am pretty sure that the same team of people that worked on the first and the second game, they could not have worked on the third because it was just it was like it didn't even feel like Streets of Rage. Like the music was awful, the graphics looked horrendous, and the stages were just boring. It was such a far cry from Streets of Rage 1 and 2 where the graphic the graphics were nice. The games were fun, the music was awesome, even to this day I think Streets of Rage 1 and 2 have some brilliant pieces of music. And Streets of Rage 3 was just a mess, it was horrible, it was crap. It was just a really shit game and I actually do I actually do remember sitting down with the Mega Drive controller in my hands, I was kind of shaking and I was crying, thinking to myself, oh my god, I've spent £50 on this game and I, and I cannot return it. It was just crap. It was so crap. They tried to add this story in about robots and cloning. They put this character in, this a robot who was rubbish. It was 
just an awful game and not only that but it was so difficult the game was so hard even on the easiest setting the game was really hard which meant that if you had been used to the difficulty of Streets of Rage 1 and 2 3 was going to be a major shock to you because you'd find yourself getting killed on the first stage several times where the enemies would just kick your ass and have huge energy gauges Streets of Rage 3 was horrible they're actually releasing it on the virtual console on the Nintendo Wii I have no idea why because the game is awful I would never spend 800 Wii points on that piece of shit never the game is rubbish it's really awful the best Streets of Rage game by far is number two. Number three was uh, they must the developers must have been on some crack to release that. They should never have released it. They should have went out on a high with number two. But that is definitely a game that I had really high expectations for given the previous instalments and it let me down big time and cost me money. When I bought Streets of Rage 3 I must have been 12 years old or 11. So it wasn't like I had a job. You know, I had saved my pocket money for a good couple of months to be able to afford this game. So to be at that age and realise that I've blown £50 of my money on such a piece of tat, I broke down. I broke down at 12 years old, people. I broke down and I have Streets of Rage 3 to blame for that. So thank you, Sega, for delivering us such an awful game. Avoid Streets of Rage 3 like the plague. It's horrible if the ebola virus could take the form of a game it would be streets of rage 3 don't bother downloading this to your virtual console it might corrupt it it's that bad even blaze and her miniskirt and her tight breasts weren't enough to save this game avoid so that is the end of the random rambles of jay podcast number nine i'm really sorry that it's taken so long to get this out to you but I know I say this at the end of podcasts, but I will definitely make an effort to try and ensure that the gaps between podcasts aren't monthly gaps or two-month gaps. My aim is to try and put out one every two or three weeks. There's not even really a reason. I think it's just my laziness. I've been suffering from a really bad case of um, insomnia. I just can't sleep. And I don't end up going to bed until four, five, six, sometimes even seven in the morning. So when my head hits the pillow and I finally do manage to sleep, I'm dead to the world until about 2pm or 1pm in the afternoon. And by then, I can't be bothered to sit in front of a mic and do a podcast. I know that sounds really awful, but I'm just being honest. And so where this has gone on for so long, it means that I'm not podcasting and they end up getting pushed back. So I'm going to try and ensure that I get to bed at a decent time so I can wake up in the morning fresh revitalized and think yes I'm going to do a podcast so I can get them out a lot more frequently but if you listen to my previous podcasts and you've also tuned in to number nine thank you for subscribing to my podcast first off and for sticking with me I have not disappeared I am not a pod vader I will be podcasting for as long as I can and as long as I enjoy doing this and I do still enjoy podcasting it's fun but yeah <laughs> I made a promise to myself to stop going mm, yeah but you know old habits die hard and all the rest of it so until podcast number 10 which I feel like is a bit of a milestone podcast number 10 but until then take care keep gaming and I will speak to you or you'll hear from or you'll hear from me real soon take care people bye